Hello, everyone, and welcome to Everyday Sublime, the podcast that explores a full-spectrum spirituality, integrating the shadow, the light, and experiencing unity. I'm your host, Josh Summers, and I'm delighted that you're here today. Okay, today's episode is a long-form conversation with philosophy professor Robin Wong. Robin is well-versed in Western and Eastern philosophy, and she's written a wonderful book on Chinese philosophy called Yin Yang, The Way of Heaven and Earth in Chinese Thought. And uh, for those of you in the yin yoga world listening, uh, this is a really great book for serious practitioners who want to dive deeply into the historical and contextual roots of Taoism. And you'll really see how yin and yang philosophy and theory and application has been really evolving over the years in different iterations of Taoism. There are many themes that I will try to extract from this conversation and weave into a series of Dharma talks to come. But I hope you enjoy the conversation today. And without further ado, I now bring you Robin Wong. Today, I am with Robin Wong. Robin, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Thank you. Glad to, to be here. Great. Um, so just as an introduction to you, you are a professor of philosophy and director of Asian Pacific Studies at Loyola Marymount University in Los Angeles. And I came across your work because, well, it's a little bit of a backstory here, but uh, a friend of mine, Robert Wright, who has a newsletter um, on non-zero engagement with the world or non-zero dynamics in the world, he had written a very interesting essay earlier this year about U.S. foreign policy in relationship to Iran. And when I read it, I realized what Bob was doing was he was looking at both sides of a conflict from what I saw as yin and yang dynamics. And I wrote to him and said, this is the first time I've ever seen you know, a, a, a political pundit use yin and yang theory uh, to explain the relationship between you know, different, different national interests. And he wrote back, he's like, well, he didn't really understand. What do you mean by yin and yang? He, he, didn't, he didn't think he was using that structure or that construct. And then, um, so we had a bit of a talk about it. And then next thing I know, he has an interview with you on, on his podcast on yin and yang. Oh. And you've, you've written this book, Yin Yang, The Way of Heaven and Earth in Chinese Thought and Culture. And as soon as, as soon as that interview appeared, I just wrote to him. I said, you have to introduce me to Rob, and I need to talk to her myself. So uh, this is full circle in a way for me. Um, so oh. it's really great to have you here. Um, oh. And as an as a introduction to the topic of Taoism mm -hmm. and you know, Chinese thought in general and the cultivation of qi and harmonization with the Tao, um, I just want to share my, my biographical experience with, with some of these texts, the Taoist texts. Um, for whatever reason, when I was in high school, I had a, I had a music teacher that read from the Tao Te Ching. Mm -hmm. and, and of course, we all got the Tao Te Ching and read it ourselves. And I, I remember reading it when I was you know, in my early teens. And 
really not having any intellectual understanding of what was being discussed at all. I had no clue what, they, what, what Lao Tzu meant. Mm-hmm. But I do remember just reading the pages and feeling a kind of, almost like a peace or a calmness would descend over me every time I'd read a little a verse from it. Which then when I got into college, um, you know, I was taking humanities courses and uh, there was an Asian humanities class that featured these, these great texts. And I thought, I remembered that the, the writing was very brief. So I was overwhelmed by reading heavy philosophy and Western contemporary civilization. So I thought, oh, I'll take the Asian course. It'll be easier to read. And I, <laughs> but mm-hmm. of course, I got into the course and they were taking these texts very seriously. And I realized that my intellect, my intellect, my, my ability to reason could not make sense of the inscrutable, pithy, very short, terse, statements that were found in these texts and i and you know i i just didn't feel like i got it fast forward i got into yoga and meditation spent the last 20 years really i think practicing fairly deeply and sincerely and only recently have i gone back and looked at those texts and i do i know we were just talking about this before the call but i really feel like now i have an intuitive direct sense of what they're pointing to but, and, and I can see where I was getting into tied in knots before with the intellectualization of it all. But um, based on that, my, my brief experience with it all, um, I'm really happy to have you on the show to help me and the listeners understand more deeply what uh, the Taoists were about, what Taoist thought was about, how it functioned, what was it trying to cultivate. So for this conversation, I'm hoping to cover, and just for the listeners to know what our outline we're working with, I'm hoping to cover historical and philosophical trends in Taoism, um, to dive into some of the the themes of the Tao Te Ching a bit, talking about the Tao yin-yang theory and qi, how the Taoists saw uh, practices of cultivation as a way of cultivating a way in life, um, and and then getting into kind of what, from a a rational, uh, conventional sense, seems strange, but the, the the, the path of action in life that's, that's sort of idealized within the sa- from by the sage, a path of inaction, mm-hmm. which seems very confusing to Western mindset sometimes. Mm-hmm. So um, all of that is, I think, we're going to fi- take a long time to get through, but I'm <laughs> really happy to have you here. So let's start. Let's start with um, what I would say is a misunderstanding most Westerners have which is when I hear conversations of Western, with Westerners talking about the Tao, they tend, the Taoism, they tend to refer to, oh, it means you circulate the energy and cultivate energy, or it means you have to uh, sort of think about sort of political or, or life strategy within the Tao and, and align yourself with, with the way, um, or it's a, a set of rituals that you need to, con- to do. And I think there's my sense is that Taoism is not a monolith. It's not a. It's not just one thing. It's mm-hmm. a kind of a thread that has been woven through multiple different applications mm-hmm. in Chinese culture and thought. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. kind of wanted you to jump in now and and can you lay out what is that historical philosophical overview of Taoism? Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. Okay, thank you for this introduction. Since you uh, started with the yin yang idea, I think I spent six, seven years on the uh, working on yin yang, and I started with yin yang, and then I moved to Taoism. Actually, they are uh, related. 
um, give you very quick the um, you know my own um, professional training when I all my life is about the philosophy. You know, train the philosophy, study Hegel and the Western European Enlightenment ideas. And then when I started teaching in the um, in the U.S., one of the same thing I found out, especially I live in Los Angeles, you know, going to Venice Beach a lot. So you see, wow, what does he do, yin yang? You see, oh, yin yang. Everybody thinks it's that cool, simple. Look, see, beautifully defined as a circle, white and the black. And then, you know, it's really cool. Oh, yeah, let's think about the life, good and the bad. And then you see in, in the in the candles and the surfboards and tattoos, all this. I said, oh my goodness, that's so, so simplistic understand the idea of yin yang. So I said, no, I got to do some work about it. So I gave, I conducted, I said, let's get a deep down, like have a comprehensive understanding, appreciate of yin yang. So I called this yin yang thinking or yin yang intelligence. You see things, it's not just completely divide, uh, dualistic, good and the bad, or the, either my way or no way, right? So all people will say, oh, there is, you know, middle way. That's a gray area. Eh, yes and no, somewhat. So I gave us a comprehensive idea. So then we say, look, this is in yang intelligence so you can see things with this clarity to see the emergence. There is no good and the bad in this uh, complete distinction. So when you're seeing that, then become your mind becomes so blurred. What's that mean? What it what it is? So one well, I I the book itself gives Yin Yang think about how we understand the cosmology, how we think about how do we think of logic, how do we live our life, uh, the body and the imagery. We really where this Yin Yang simple come about. So it's a whole comprehensive idea. So it's become a more scholarly work. I receive lots of positive. Um, you know, comments, but then also people say, no, 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 you need a deep, you know, uh, deeper. You wanted to thinking about the more about this yin yang and the way exact, how do we apply yin yang to the life? So this is what really lead me to a Taoism, right? Mm-hmm. So become a more, because yin yang is as a think, thinking paradigm actually is derived from Taoist tradition. But then how we think about the Taoist traditions, you see, well, looking about the Taoism, then we encounter another um, way to think about Taoism, just the older man, you know, riding the uh, ox and trying to live in the human world and just uh, do whatever, you know. So uh, just the flow. Um, That is, again, we will think about, let's look at the, a, a, what exactly inside Taoism provide to us. So, so back to your question, we think about the history of Taoism. Um, usually in Chinese word, okay, Taoism uh, refer to things, school of thought, Dao Jia, Dao, and then uh, Taoism is Dao Jiao, school of religion or teaching. I, I, I would think probably it's a religion with a better translation. Now, 
In this kind of situation, we will think about the Dao Jia school of thought. This this kind of um, we see uh, this uh, um, categorization is in, only in the Han Dynasty. It's much later when um, you have all these schools. Then these Han historians said, "Okay, let's look all these things." Thought all over, so let's let's see. Confucius called the rule school of rule, you know. Confucius school of Moist utilitarian. Usually, people say school of logicians yeah. and the school of Yin Yang, but then school of Tao. So that is so one of the things mainly referred to text Tao Te Ching, the um, classics of the Tao, or the way. And the power, sometimes it translates as virtue. Mm. And then, and the second word is Zhuangzi. Zhuangzi is um, is hard for people to even actually uh, pronouncing that. So Zhuangzi is a person, historical figure, but also there is a text. To right. It. So um, actually, it's very difficult to read, but it's a, it's a fun text. Now. So and then during so this is Taoism. This is Tao Te Ching's text, the five thousand words. You know, so I will get into it. They were telling really a different story, narrative about the world. That's why probably for you, um, even in the high school, and then you got it because Tao literally meaning the way, the path, the road, the skill, the method. The being, so everything. So then you can see there's so many books, Tao of, right? Because everything has a certain kind. We can apply Tao. Tao is not a person. It's a, a, not a Buddhism like a, a Buddha, right? Mm. Or like like a Christian, there is a God or, or there's a Christ, right? So Tao is is you can see can see it's a concept and all is a. A source, so so you can be applied to so many aspects. But I will think maybe the best way for me to think about Tao, you will think about it. It's a it's a source. It's a journey. So, so you yeah. can see. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Right, right, right. So it's it's sort of the the, the the source meaning it's it's from which everything is arising, which right. which the world is arising, and then right. it's also it seems to be the. As a as a path or a way, it's it's a yeah it's a it's a way of for an individual for a human individual to realize that source, and then in realizing the source, there's a there is a kind of way through life that emerges. I don't know if that's too simplistic. No, no, no. It is right. Yeah, yes. So that's why Tao can be applied to multiple things: the Tao of management, the Tao of leadership, Tao of beauty, Tao of sex, Tao of you know. I say Tao of coronavirus. Mm. You know, so so you can be used, but it's conveyed idea. How do we do things? How do we reflect the situation? How do we uh, do? We have a skill. Do we have a way to solve the problem? We confront the problem, right? So so that is the one. one so Taoism. So that's why it can be used in a different way to thinking about the issue. I so that's why I will think about it. You can think. Dao as a critique, also. Yeah. So, 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 just to, just because many listeners are probably coming from a Judeo-Christian background, 
Right. Um, mm-hmm. There's often a te- an attempt to go, well, Tao is just God. It's, it's, the, it's the Chinese way of describing God. And, and I don't think that is, that's a little bit of a lazy uh, conclusion, right? I think um, in the conversation you had with Bob, there was something that came up where you were saying the Tao is generative; it's not yeah. creative. Yes, and yes. I think, and I think the distinction there. I want to slow it down a little bit to, to lay out that distinction because, as I was walking around my, with my dog today, th- that distinction kind of leapt out at me as a huge one because yeah. it's in being generative. I feel like the yeah. philosophers are descriptively. It literally describing something. They're not trying to point to a first cause or a primary yeah. cause in the universe. They're talking mm-hmm. about causes that gener- generate other causes. Yeah. You know, just like a, you know, a seed will generate a plant that grows into a tree. There's a generative process there. Yes, but exactly. we're not saying, we're not talking about what, co- what caused the primary seed per That's se. Right. That's right. That's a great, I like to use this because it's a tree metaphor. We will will go into that because that's part of a very, very important element, the Taoist uh, uh, way of life, the nourishing part. So let's let's think about your, think about the generative, generative. So this is, we can relate it to uh, Dao De Jing chapter 42, right? So the chapter 42 is, so Dao, you know, generate the sick, the Chinese word called the shen. Yes. Do you, mind, do you mind if I actually just interrupt and read chapter 42? <laughs> I, I, sure. I, I, I queued chapter 42 up because this is one of the, A, I think this is one of the only <coughs> chapters in the Tao Te Ching that actually mentions yin yang. Yes. And, yes. But it also, I think, is the nutshell cosmological Taoist view. Yes. In a way. So. Yes. It says the way or the Tao begets one. This is probably a different translation from mm-hmm. what you know. But the way begets one. The one begets the two. The two begets the three. The three begets the myriad creatures or 10,000 things. Mm-hmm. The myriad creatures carry on their backs the yin and embrace the arms of the yang and are the blending of the generative forces of the two. Now, it goes on from there. But there is that from one, you, basically, it's a, it's a progression from the one to the many. And, and one of the things I did want to get into as you're bringing it up now is, what is the two? What is the three here? I've never under- okay. quite understood those. Okay. All right. So can I also read my, this is a, Please, another yes. translation, so that you can compare it, okay? So Tao generates oneness, and the oneness generates a two-ness, and the two two Two-ness generates three-ness. Three-ness generates 10,000 saints. 10,000 saints carry yin, embrace yang, blend and qi to create the harmony. Mm. Okay. So this translation is from Hans Georg Müller. Actually, he's German, and uh, uh, translated uh, this is a scholarly in his uh, scholarly Taoism. So he did the translation. So there is. There's over 250 English trans version of English translations, so it's different. But this is very important to see. Let's break it down. First of all, this chapter gives you a different narrative, a story of a Taoist vision, a Taoist story of world, universe. Mm. So Tao is a source that generates movement we can see 
the oneness. So what is this oneness? There is a different uh, um, a interpretations. One of oneness you can think about is complete yin yang symbol. That's a big circle. You call the tai chi, called the ultimate, ultimate being. So in other words, the Tao can be equal to the oneness. It's kind of same, just repeating that. Use another way to see, okay, Tao is also, we can see it's oneness. Oneness of all the unity, the whole thing. And then within this, then this one and the starting move within this yin yang symbol, this huge circle, and then we have this generator two. Now, this two usually people thinking about you know scholarly work or they trying to symbolize this is to refer to interactive and the forces. So that is the yin and the yang. Mm-hmm. So you can see positive uh, and the negative. Actually, the active, passive, maybe it's a better way to think about day and the night, for example. Let's, let's look at the best example we'll see. 24 hours is oneness. That's a, 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 a one. And then within the tw- 24 hours, we can see day and the night alternates. One generates another, right? Yeah. And then so... When, so the two generates a threeness. So then the question of what is the threeness? Actually, this threeness, another way to think about it is multiplicity. And so the threeness, again, you also can see threeness is the way, another way to understand this oneness. Because of the things, another way to think about everything is generated. Uh, it, it, it come to being through the generation, just like we can think about the your seed. It's one seed, and going to soil with uh, proper uh, water, conditions. plenty of sunshine, conditions, and then trees growing, the trunk, right, the leaf, and then flourish, marry other thing. Think about, so this is actually come from maybe human biological um, a, this, uh, uh, progress. The see, see male, female, you meet, you know, a sperm egg together and in the feeders. So that's very important things, nourishing. Yes. So, so let me, let me uh, re, like replay that a little bit and, and maybe seek a little clarification. Um, so the the Tao is source. Tao Tao is source is oneness or unity mm-hmm. of experience, and yes. then from that is generating the, the two of yin and yang duality. Mm-hmm. Um, this and that, night and day. This and that. Mike, one one simple question I have, and this may be a little bit off off topic. Uh, you you tell me, but is the dual the duality is not in from my sense as a contemplative. Duality is not intrinsic to the nature, to nature itself. Okay. In, in, in that it seems that duality is a construction that the human mind imposes on nature. So the, the, the concept of light and dark or high and low uh, essentially divides or cuts up the unity experience into this and that. Yeah. And That's called that- distinction. Okay, so I will not. So I will not use the term duality. Yeah. 
because of duality in Western philosophical mind, it means you have distinctive two entities. Right? I rather use a polarity. Mm. That means we are interconnected. So we we are a binary. Okay, binary. There is an inherited connection between in. Just like uh, if you you want to see um, a one we zoom in the situation, we can see oh we make a distinction here there, but then we back up oh that's the whole thing. So duality usually tended to fix the distinction, and then to see this two entity is can exist interdependently. Right, polarity and the binary actually implies the idea that I cannot exist without you, you cannot exist without me, and we are interrelated, but we are only in our mind, we temporarily separate them and distinguish them. Right. So I, actually, yeah. I appreciate, yeah. I appreciate that, that precision, actually. Uh, right. Because you can't have night without day and vice versa. You can't have high without low. Um, right. I guess, but it's what, what do you think of my proposition that it's the it's still the the human mind of uh, of conceptualization that creates that perception yes. of binary or perception yes. of polarity, yes. which 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 then I think when when one is perceiving the binary, yes. the sense of the totality or the sense of the unity is lost. Yes, and and I yes. and, and maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, but yes. I kind no, of no, think no, no. I kind of think. What I'm reading now, and, the, and particularly from from your book, that Taoism is a is a path mm-hmm. is about seeing the binary as a as a as your relative starting position, yes. but then training oneself to 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 perceive the unity again. Yes, to remember so, the unity. Yes, so this is a very good because it's very helpful because then actually it's. A, Taoism is working on human mind to to invite you, invite you to thinking about the things differently, looking to a different perspective. Because especially Zhuangzi's idea, Zhuangzi will really have a suspicion about the human concept, mm-hmm. human concept, human terms. You, I, if you using that, this human concept easy to lock in the um because make a distinction and then lock in the seat lock in the seat so well, then well, but, let me, yeah. I, I can't i can't resist because that that's my other favorite passage uh from the third zen patriarch okay i i might pronounce his name incorrectly seng san okay and he yeah. says the great way isn't difficult for those who are unattached to their preferences like yeah. go longing and aversion, everything will be perfectly clear. When you cling to a hair breadth of distinction, yeah. heaven and earth are set apart. So it's that preference, yes. right? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. The, or yeah. the, the mental construct of a preference that that separates the yeah. fundamental unity into into likes and dislikes. Because this is what you will see, right? You can see, therefore, you're blind. You know, you can hear, then you're deaf. And then you are speak, then you silent. What does that mean? Is we can't help it. We make a distinction. 
But then that's fine. That's in the life we always going to make a distinction, trying to understand the things. But the Tao is said, wait a minute, there is a black, there is a blind spot. Don't forget the blind spot. You see your mind has limitations. And this limitation, Taoism, actually Taoism come about. One of the things I want to see is Taoism. It's a perspective, it's a mindset, and to help us to have a clarity in life. Mm-hmm. What that means is to cautious us. Hey, 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 you made this distinction. It's a temporary, it's context, in specific context, and that you block yourself in and don't lost another side. You, you need to go back to think about, oh, this distinction I just made right now, and this moment, and it can be changed. And if we're looking another way, oh, that be, this become that. That's what John's talk about, right? So if we see, this is a stuff. If I ask you, what is that? Is this a stuff? I said, okay, then field of potential. This can be table, human beings, and whatever. But if I say, oh, this is a table, then when I see... The, this is the same time I say, oh, this is not. If I say, okay, this stuff is a table, that means it's not a human being. So that's, that distinction was to make this become very, um, we'll see, we, we easy just stick to it. Mm-hmm. And then we cannot, we attach to it. So we cannot let it go. Oh, this is great, wonderful. I, you just want to go for, but you forget this is just a moment. I mean, it's here and now. And if things will change because the reality is in the transformation, your mind should be follow that change. Don't lock yourself in. So, so that's so. This might be, for example, in Tao Te Ching, talk about the image of whale, imaging of window, imaging of you know so-called non-presence. So the things you don't see, Lao Tzu said, wait a minute. And Tao Te Ching said, wait, no, there is things we don't see doesn't mean not exist. Pay attention to that non existence like using the subtle body right we just think we have this body but then there's another aspect our human mind has not aware of it so lots of we'll see no Tao Te Ching will see need to pay attention to that so I'm interested in exploring the maybe the path and the f- <laughs> if you can point to the phenomenology, the experience of mm-hmm. what you were just talking about, the non-existence or the, the non-arising, um, because that to me seems to have parallels in some of the descriptions of things that I see in Buddhism, where they refer to as the unconditioned or the unfabricated, the unborn. Right. Right. Um, but be, maybe not to, I'm trying to, there's a few balls in the air right now, but one of them was still moving from the two of the yin yang polarity binary to the mm-hmm. three. Mm-hmm. And I, I just want to sort of fact check something with you. I, I, I don't know where I came across this, but I thought the three was, was also a, meant to sy- symbolize or signify earth, human, and heaven. Mm-hmm. That there's mm-hmm. a, there's a tri, yeah. tripart mm-hmm. relationship between yeah. man yeah. and heaven and earth. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, is that sometimes an interpretation of the three? Oh, yeah, 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 of course. So three is very interesting. If you think about it, the number three in Chinese is san. It's a very fascinating phenomena. We will see in many, uh, um, like, uh, 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 situations, you know, in our experience, you 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 have you know you have stomach hard mind you know so whole so Taoism like to use the three as a way to uh, understand uh, reality and the human being itself. So one very important uh, I would say uh, way to think about the human's relationship with this in this world, then there will be heaven above. Earth below and the human being within. That's the three. So the thirdness. So thirdness is very important. For example, in Confucius, we'll see if you worship your parents, your parents passed away, you worship three years. You went through this three years, Sigmund, mm. and then you will actually truly um, show your sincerity. Okay, and the three, you have your human body in Taoist practice divided three parts. It's, uh, you know, three fields, right? Uh, below bottom, below your belly button is one field and the chest is second field. Your mind is the third field. So the thirdness, it's, it's very interesting being seen, um, a thing as a pattern. So yes, it's a third. And the, through this thirdness, and then you can change in the multiplied the ways that you evolve to more patterns, more phenomena. That the book of change mm. uses three as the smallest unit, and then just multiply to 64 different, we call the trigram, hexagram, right? So, so three is, can be a thinking uh, a, a pattern. It's yeah. a way to understand. Yes. You know, <laughs> it, um, this is going to sound like it's coming out of left field, I think. But uh, I'm, as you're talking about this, over the winter, when my own curiosity got stoked again for things, all things Taoist, I was, I was really thinking about how the Tao itself is often described as having two manifestations there's the unmanifest which is not a manifestation but there's yeah. an unmanifest aspect and then the manifest aspect right so, and so there's kind of there's two ones in a way there's the one yeah. of unmanifest and there's the one of manifestation which yeah. then leads to the two mm-hmm. of the of yin yang binary and then which leads to the three mm-hmm. of, of 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 what we were just describing um, and that can keep going, I think, because then you can get the five and the eight. And it seemed to be following this Fibonacci progression. I don't know if you know the Fibonacci code of yeah. one plus one equals two, two plus the number four equals three, three plus yeah. two equals five. And it, it seemed to yeah. progress yeah. there. So I wonder if there's, uh, was there any, ever ser- any serious scholarship uh, or any academic connection made to that before? Yeah, it's quite bad. Um there is, you know, there's different things we, we can think about. Okay, so one of is in the book of changes. They use Chinese, you use this kind of numerical progression, and then to 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 use that in the in the mathematical form, and then doing scientific research on this incredible patterns. 
right? Computer language, zero one. And uh, so how that works within Book of Changes, mm. that is use the three, you know, one, two, three. But in here, I think we have to uh, pay attention to is uh, in our life, we want to see things through interaction emerges, like the friendship. Oh, you see your uh, marriage relationship, your children and your um, parenting relationship, your uh, teacher and the student. You see, you have one that is you can think about the A, one that is a B, but then both through interaction, you have a great thing. Friendship is not belong to only A person or B person, but A, a and the B together. Marriage too, husband and wife together. We call the marriage is the third teacher and a student. Whoever tried to cross the boundary said, "No, you are mine." Not pay attention to that thirdness, which is we both A and the B trying to rely on it. Then you are in trouble, possessive, controlling, whatever you can describe that situation. So, in other words, so now we will see. Let us create a space, allow the three emerge. Mm. Okay, we call it synergy. Maybe you use the scientific terms, synergy. So in, in medical field, there is certain kind of antibiotic. Okay, let's call A and B. If you're using A, that's effect 30%. You're using B, it's, a, it's a 40%. So we said, okay, if we use them together, that should be 70%, 30 plus 40 is 70%. However, science found out if we put it together, the result, it's not a 70%, it's a 100%. Mm. So there is a 30% where they couldn't only exist one through the interaction. If you separate them, the effect go away. So then you're also thinking about this human interaction. So I think there's two proposition has to remember this Taoist story about the world, about our human life is A, everything exists through interaction. You cannot have interaction like not God created the world. Day one, day two, everything is sequence will create. There is no this creation story, but there is a generation transformation narrative. Maybe that we can see the story. But the two, second one is the idea of when the interaction come emerged to something else, new things. Yeah. So these things, we, you cannot, oh, we can use another word to sing, you know, the whole greater than some of parts. Yeah, I was just going to say that. So the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. That's right. And that, and that um, this thirdness is an emergent property of the interaction of the two. That's or, right. Or whatever. So, so nothing, nothing exists independently. And, and, it, it, right. and again, because contrary to like a kind of a linear model of rational yeah. thought, uh, Taoists are looking at a, a description of ch- how things change. And I, I want to kind of highlight that. Yes. The, the description yeah. of how things change with the, with sort of, ch- it seems to be the two levels of interaction with that understanding of change. So there's one level to try to 
help facilitate harmonious change, mm-hmm. right? In in the like so seeing like, so I think of this in terms of acupuncture. You know, is there's too much yin energy or too much yang energy or too little yin or too little yang? So there's a this idea of balancing and supplementing, strengthening that which is weak, dispersing, yeah. uh, scattering yeah. that which is to excess. Um, and I think on for myself, I've been very much locked into that mode of thinking about yin yang balancing harmonizing dynamics yeah Yeah. but at the same time my sense is that that part of the path is is part of the balancing but from the balancing then one there's a perceptual shift where the one the, the 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 person transcends this that binary polarity perception to to again reclaim or re re see the the fundamental unity yeah and then from that unity, I think this, we're going to talk about cultivation in a moment, but from the unity, a kind of action is spontaneously in flow with the demand of the context. Okay. Right? And, 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 it, yeah. and it's not so much of like, a, a, like a, a decision to balance. It's not so much a decision to make this more yin or more yang or so that the, 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 maybe the, the feng shui in your bedroom is more conducive. It's that when, you, when, you, when there's a direct grokking or direct direct perception of unity the action spontaneously flows from that perception so the relationship is 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 ultimately uh in alignment with the perception of of all things connected yes okay so so this is a a good uh, way to come to another question you asking about this uh, um you know sage leadership and the human action this kind of idea so we know, right, so we have, okay, so let me finish uh, also the 42, right? Yeah. So if we have this thirdness, now that's what we call the being, I existence, how things exist. So here you will see, um, you see, it is a carrying embrace young. That means they're in the back something, you carry something in the back, which we always need to remember it. And then there is something in front of us, and then we want to embrace. Just like right now is the daytime, but we don't forget the day will go, night will come. So, so, so this in this kind of things, then the question is, how do you know? Like you will see from Chinese um, uh, acupuncture medicine, uh, how do you know the harmonious? What's that mean, harmonious, right? So this has become a vague, yeah, harmony, balance. Yeah, what exact, what's the measurement of a harmony and the balance then? So here, I gave you a interesting ideas, maybe let we human being hold it down to, okay, what is that harmony means? Well, originally Chinese word harmony is a he. There is a mouse in there. It's a cooking stair. So while you're Sorry, cooking... Uh, a it's a cook, cooking cooking uh, dishes. Cooking dishes. It's okay. a cooking dishes, right? So today you make I don't know kung pao chicken. It's, oh my god, it's it's too salty. It's oh, it's not a good. It's not a common. It's not a he. Me said, oh, it's too spicy. I put too much, you know, ginger or something. It's oh, that's not a he. So if we say harmony is just the perfect. Perfect, you taste it great, but the different people have a different hum, a taste, right? So that this harmony will be very different to different people. Mm. 
So that's one way to think about it, right? So another way is, is stuck. Nothing is stuck. There's no not. For example, if you say, I'm not today, I'm feeling down. Right now, we all locked down. We all locked down. People have anxiety, stressed, especially they have a lot of students, they are freshmen, and they just get ready to run away from family. Now they've been pushed back to the family, live with their parents, nothing to do, right? So that's a stock. That stock is emotionally could be not harmonious. So that means, so there is one important Chinese word called the tong. Tong is a, uh, perversion. So these things can flow naturally. So let the things can flow. Like if you have an emotion, you, you have a bad uh, relationship, you know, you, you heard, what do you do? Right. So one of the things for Tao is whether you first of all accepting, embrace it, and then trying to figure out how do we uh, remove the blockage. So let the chi, the blockage is another way to think about the harmony. Right. So the the balance, the not the balance that because you you stopped, you have not. Whatever your body have not, your emotion have not, your past have problems stop you like lots of students and seniors. They have wonderful future, realize them. They have internship, they have job offer, not everything take away. Okay, so let me, let me jump in um, for a second and clarify a little bit because, so you're saying essentially the, if I heard you correctly, the, the thing that prevents one from experiencing the flow of the Tao is a kind of blockage. Yes. And that blockage could be described as a, as a stagnation of chi. Stagnation of chi, yes. Right. So you know, here's where I, I want to unpack that or open that up a little bit because, um, you know, when I think a lot of people I know, and particularly in the yoga world, will hear that and they think, oh, the stagnation has to be in a particular channel or a meridian in the body, and therefore they need to maybe get acupuncture or you know, mm-hmm. do some do some qigong, or mm-hmm. do something to move the energy stagnation in the body. Do you mean yeah. it as a as a kind of physical manifestation of blocked energy in in the physical body, or do you mean it more metaphorically? I both. I both. I I think about it's a because that leads to our action guide. If you rec you recognize the things has their own way to flow. And the things can be stocked, right? So for your body can be stuck, your mind can be stuck in it. You cannot go over this one things. You kind of this rumination, all the things, and that's all kind of stuff. So I will say the both in the acupuncture practice. Yes, we can use the needles, massage herbs to open up, but also in our mind, mm-hmm. we we got stocked. So what do we have to do? change perspective, stop what our actions, right? That's what I think you're going to stop, right? You look, then you create. That's the pattern. Why we see Taoists talk about the Wu Wei non-action? Why we talk about, the, you know, let things self So Because we think sometimes things have their own flowing. Yeah. And then in this kind of situation, the, you if you're resisting this flow, you're trying doing a lot, you're not trusting time, 
and the space, and then you got to make things worse. So one of the things is to uh, un, like open up the possibility, and then it's just to take in, like back up, let let the things be themselves, let the event be themselves, and. So this is also then doesn't means you're doing nothing. Let the wave pushing you around until you drown. But rather you surfing the ocean, know where to put your a uh, a board, your effort, and when to withdraw. So you're not going to be in the flip over and just purely struggle for survival. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. go ahead. There was three or four things that were fl- flickering through my mind, and I was trying to k- hold on to them as you were as you were talking there. Um, you know, one of the things that I think, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on a very practical level, one of the things that I think humans are hardwired to resist, yeah, is change. And, yes. and it, it will sound cliche to say that, but. You know, I'm experiencing that now. I think every on the collective level, we're all experiencing. We're, we're, there's a significant uh, demonstration of change on, on on the world level, and we're all having to adapt. But there's a way that <sighs> this is a difficult concept. This Wu Wei non-action. You're. It's like if something's going to die. I th- the thought that occurred to me is that if 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 a relationship or an a being is going to die. There's, that's the nature of, that's the life cycle. That's the, the natural process of that occurrence or that, that lifespan. There's nothing you can do to stop it. Yet the, the, the human mind is almost kind of devilishly yeah. Yeah. built to try to resist and fight that in all sorts of different yeah. ways. So yeah. like, I, I don't know where my question is leading, going right now, but it's, it's a sort of, it's it's almost a, a surrender to the circumstances, but not passivity, and that's the thing that, right. I, that you were <clears throat> trying yeah. to say that, or you were saying that in your own way. And I, I I think it's a hard one for anybody to get their head around, including me, where you're there's a surrender to the way it is, but you're not completely you're not a doormat. Yes, you're not, like but you said, you're, you're still not, you're not drowning. Yes, yes. So so here's the things, right? So. Let's say this is a pandemic as this as the example, because this is the best example we do. Yesterday I have a class we're talking about. I think us this is 20 years old, 22, some the oldest one is 22. And from 20, 22 years, I have 40 students ask them, okay, what is hardest thing you're dealing with is a short 20, 22 years of life, right? So what are they dealing? Right? Breaking your heart, somebody high school sweetheart, breaking your heart, yeah. So that's a short, you know, and then another student saying, okay, my grandpa is in problem. I cannot even see him. And so I really feel bad. I said, okay, how can we help? But then there was one student said, okay, I don't know what to do. I'm graduating. My, I have jobless. Blah, blah, blah. So we all facing this thing. First thing to ask, I said, Jake, do you cry? Uh, maybe. All day? You do nothing? Oh, yeah, I feel bad. Okay, so the question is, if you cry, cry, lock yourself in the room, nothing going to be happening. I said, look, you got yourself. You know this situation is uncontrollable. This is where the Taoists are thinking. Because of the world, who can think this tiny particles to, 
to really upset our lives that upside down, changes so much. You usually think it's an earthquake, it's a, it's a nuclear war to get this tiny, tiny, tiny particle change out of the world. In this situation, then you have to first of all accept it. If you don't accept it, what will be happening? You can't, you, there's no party to go, no job, nothing. You just, how do you deal with it? You're accepting, you feel miserable, but you need to get out of this situation. Find a new thing. Some set of people say, oh, I'm cooking. I never know how to cook. And now I learn the whole thing is cooking. And the thing, that is why you're accepting doesn't mean being pushed around, feel miserable and lay, doing nothing, but rather take a best uh, um, uh, option, best doll in this mm. kind of circumstances. So, Go so find a new doll for, right, for you. So th- this may be a little too simplistic too, but it's, it's, it's a sense of surveying, surveying a situation, seeing a situation clearly, re- accepting it for what it is, but then rather than collapsing, yes, rather than collapsing into sort of defeat, sort of, I hear you describing a way of, 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 of noticing potential opportunity. Yes, found the things. So this exactly don't tell us in every destruction, there is a, uh, there is a, a formation. There's every formation, there is a destruction. Like a Chinese term, uh, crisis, right? Weiji, danger and opportunity, second mm. opportunity. So the way to think is this situation is lousy. Nobody wants to lock down. But you instead against all the time because you are so small. There's another thing. So think about our own place in this cosmos, in the world. You know, you just time share with nature, okay? You are the wave of this giant ocean. You come, the goes. World will exist, whether you have it or you are not in it. So you have, I really think that this pandemic make us should be humble to realize, wow, there is certain thing can stop. You think that capitalism cannot stop it. They can, you know? So, so he said, okay, so that's the one thing, the one step, okay? Second step is in this situation, how do you make best out of it? Some students said, okay, I'm, I spend more time with my dad. We play, what does he play? I forgot, but they play something, uh, things together. I have spent more time to, with my siblings. Well, you know, this so-called silver lining. Yeah, yes, you make a best uh, things out of a worst situation. So that's the way to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, I have a meditation teacher, um, more from the Buddhist camp of things, but he used to say, in life, we take bad karma, mm-hmm. meaning, meaning when bad things happen or ba- there are bad conditions that arise, we take bad karma and turn it into good dharma. Good, yes. That's, it, it's, you know? it, it's the same thing. The, the Taoists have this idea is we have the, like a destiny but the, I can, destiny also in, our, in my hand, in our own hand. Mm. So in other words, um, the switch, very important. Accepting sometimes people easier to accept. Okay, fine. You know, so there, I have a student who um, 
binge watched Netflix for twenty six hours. She didn't sleep. She didn't do nothing. Twenty six hours. While I have Zoom with her, she said, "I haven't sleep for twenty six hours." I said, "Caroline, what are you doing?" I said, "Because I work really hard." She mad because I can't see my friend. I can't. Da da da. Twenty six hours. Okay, so. I said, now what do you do? You do another twenty six. You add on to fifty four, fifty two, huh? Right. So she realized. Oh my gosh. So as we saying, once you got to the bottom, you said, okay, I need to make change. So that switch is hard, right? To 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 think about that. You you said, oh, I can't do it. Let's just embrace what the life presenting you, what the world. Presenting you, picking up a new hobby, do something very different. You know, that is actually called a non-action. So Wu Wei, Wu Wei is the idea of you don't resist using your mind, your will, your desire, block the changes, block the reality, block the you know whatever the world presenting to you. But rather, you let it be, and then find you the best way to.、Uh, I don't know whether I want to use a fight back or、uh, make do something with it. So that is.、Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's 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 drill into Wu Wei. Sometimes I've heard that expresses Wu Wei Wu, right? Which is effortless effort or action,、oh, yeah. actionless action.、Um, so. Can you say, maybe? Then this gets into the idea of I think some of the practices of cultivation. Yeah. How does one arrive at either a perception or an experience or understanding of non-action that is not the passive, indifferent? I'm just going to lock myself in my room and watch Netflix for fifty-six hours or fifty-two hours, kind of thing. How does I think this is this is a concept that 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 many folks will have trouble understanding. Yeah. So I don't think "way" in the term is just that. Like you use the word "doormat," we all use a beach bombs, right? Just let the wave push you wherever you are. I don't think that's practice way. Mm-hmm. And then that is、uh, um, that. That is really is to、um, let the situation take over you, and then not you actually. I don't. I kind of like. I don't want to use these words control, but I don't know whether managing maybe coping with the situation. Well,、right? okay. So maybe if I can loop dial it back or, or connect it back to what we were talking about the the, the emergence of the third. Right. Because okay,、uh, let me see if this. Listen to this. How I, I'm going to describe it and see if it makes sense.、Um, so, the situation has a flow of its own. Right. The situation has a flow. Yes. And and the individual can either be in opposition to the flow, or they can be kind of unified with the flow. Yes. And if they're unified with the flow. The, the the merging of the individual and the situation can lead to the emergence of a third dynamic. Yes.、Uh, yes. A development. Yes.、Um, this is the way I, as, as I'm sort of surveying our whole conversation that, that that occurred to me that that connection might 
might be an accurate uh, description of yes, something. it's very good. It's very good. Now I, I give you another very um, interesting, um, um, uh, actual historical grounded metaphor. It's a riding horse. Mm. So riding horse is Chinese in called yu. It's one of six arts: the arts of calligraphy, art of, you know, ritual, art of. Uh, uh, right, you know, the, uh, uh, writing and uh, so forth. So one of them is uh, uh, the ma- mathematics, the art, you know, it's called the liberal education. Everyone in ancient China time, people being trained in this six arts and, and the archery. So, so one of the art is riding horses. So, so then you can see the territory. Territory, you can see there is a multiple conditions, right? First, there's a horse. Horses have a temperament. He, he doesn't listen to you. You want the horse to go fast, it goes slow. You want to go slow, they go fast. So you need to follow, come with the horse. And then the weather condition, the terrain condition, right? Your own psychological uh, condition your goal what how long you what what do you ride the, ride the horse for and what is your goal you know you're competing house riding or you're just a leisure or you have a journey deliver the messages right so you have a goal so now in the here when you're riding this horse you giving pull you uh, a, a take you also let it go, right? So you're navigating these horses. Now, using this to think about the world, the reality is a horse. And then it's more complicated. You have all these conditions. Right now in your life stage, you live in a certain city, and the situation is like multiple conditions. Situation manipulated by the complicated, and you have your goal, but your rider. So now what do you do? You know, you, you really managing a different conditions and trying to finish the journey. This is a Tao. So you're thinking about, you know, living a life just like riding horses. Mm. No, I and like that. That, 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 then the reality is just the uncontrollable horses and the weather condition. You right. think you have nice, but the condition change, uh, changed. And then what do you do? But, but you still want to go into on this journey. Yeah. So, so that the journey, that riding the horse, that let the go become the way, right? You pull, you're taking, that's your effort. So you, you, you're giving, you know, you take. Pull is everything can be seen like that. Yeah. Um, I think if I were to summarize it, and, I, and I'm, uh, another friend of mine, Stephen Asma, who's also a philosophy professor, I think he described it um, as a kind of disciplined spontaneity. Yeah, because, cultivated. Because, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's kind yeah. of what I want to get at. It's like, how is that cultivated? But, you know, to, to really, if I, if I heard you correctly, to, to understand all the conditions of riding the horse and, the char- and being the chariot and the conditions of the weather, like that, to be able to ride freely. And, mm-hmm. and smoothly and, and, mm-hmm. and effectively mm-hmm. requires mastery of many m- multiple, multiple skill sets and, and a sensitivity and adaptiveness of character yeah. to, 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 yeah. to go with the flow in a way. 
it's like jazz. I mean, I, I, I used to play jazz too. I was a bad mm-hmm. jazz musician, but I, I really appreciate mm-hmm. it. Like mm-hmm. you have to learn like technique and ear training and sounds and, and songs and chord yeah. progressions. You have to learn all these things, but ultimately there's a spontaneous emergence emerging with all of that. And, and then a production of something fresh and spontaneous and new. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, 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 so the question, I guess, is then, and I think this is a question that uh, a pragmatic question that people in the audience will have is, okay, so what did the Taoists do? Or what does mm-hmm. a Taoist do in mm-hmm. terms of cultivating mm-hmm. both this perception and relational skill? Yeah. So it's, it's actually, it's a really interesting, um, simple, you know, you, you, sometimes you can see what does do. That's another question is, well, I will see, I raised two daughters and then when that really also helped me to be a mother, really helped me to really practice Taoist uh, uh, theory and the practice. I, I usually, they will see mama wants principle. So what are the principle then? Okay, eat well, okay, plenty of sleep, good exercise, do well in school. They will say, what about my happiness? Well, if you do these things well, you will be happy. You're going very good house writer. Because so the, in, in, even in the Taoist text, and then they are starting, it is a fundamental A. You have the regular, um, because you see day and the night alternates. So then your body need the rest, and uh, and uh, uh, stop and also up. So it follows the, the sunrise. When sunrise, you up to work. Sundown, you rest. So there is a rhythm. Your diet. What you to the bo- What you put in your body. Body keeps the score. Okay, whether you like or not. Mm-hmm. So 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 then you so you you be watch up your. So for example, if you eat too much, you're so you cloud your mind. We know how food, and then you're too heavy. Your horse cannot holding you. You give horse the trouble. Horse, horse said you're too heavy. He resisting you, right? You, 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 Yes. <laughs> a little manner and comes back. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> my, my, right? my, my, so, my kindergarten kids in Taiwan be delighted. I remember how to say, "You're too fat." <laughs> yeah, you see, exactly. See, see, regularity, right? You have certain, you, you rest well. Everybody knows you, when you rest, you sleep, it's, it's, it's very important, you know, your natural uh, beauty treatment. Sleep well, diet, proper diet, let the body move because it, that's the training. And then, um, so, and then you really then your mind and the mind and the body is connected. Like another one in the Taoist idea we'll see is you cannot just thinking your mind control everything, control your existence. That's not yeah, the case. Yeah, and that was, let me just, sorry to interrupt you. Uh, this is a really good thread because, but it reminds me of something I wanted to say earlier, ask you about earlier was that um, my sense of, 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 like the Chinese, at least particularly in Chinese medicine, there's a relationship between, again, there's not a, there's not a duality between body and mind, as you just said. So part of a path of cultivation 
involves mm-hmm. cultivation of the body and yes. that that has a bottom up influence on yes your emotions your mind state how you think how you perceive yes and then also at least, and this is what i've taken from my practice in buddhism that buddhism which tends to be more of a we could say a, a kind of cognitive mental inquiry into perception but that also has when when that when that is refined that has a direct downward impact a, a top down influence on my experience in my body and right. the choices i make and all that mm-hmm. so it's a, it's not an either or it's we work on the body to influence things moving up and then the top down of in, like work on our perception or mental uh, skills yeah. to come come down um, but the thing as soon as you gave gave me the principles that you gave to your daughters you know the, the child in me heard that and thought, oh, that's so boring. It's so boring because it's like I had these rules and I, I have to do this and I can't do that. But actually, uh, there's an author who wrote a book many a, a while back called uh, So Good They Can't Ignore You. His name is Cal Newport. And it was, a, it was a manifesto or a code for how to have a fulfilling life, a career mm-hmm. life, how to, how to mm-hmm. develop a career that, mm-hmm. you have, that you really enjoy. Mm-hmm. The first part of the book was an argument against what he called the passion hypothesis. Mm. And he said, and, and I think this relates to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. He said, the, the, yeah. the, the worst, the very worst advice you can follow is to find your passion and follow that. It's sort of a very American individualist idea that like you have mm-hmm. this thing that you're meant to be and, and you have to just do it. So if you, if you, if your passion is music, then you have to, you have to give everything to music. Or if your passion is say writing, mm-hmm. you have to give everything to writing. But his thing is true satisfaction in career comes from a variety of qualities or, or characteristics. Like you have a high degree of skill, a high degree of autonomy, a high degree of freedom. And those things require a lot of discipline and work. And what you're describing is like if you have the discipline to take care of your body, give it enough sleep, good food for your constitution, you move it, you exercise it well, and you, and you develop your mind through study – Mm-hmm. Those are the preconditions, if I'm hearing you correctly, those are the yes. preconditions that grow into the tree of a fulfilled life. Exactly. But they, it doesn't necessarily sound sexy on the, on the outset. Yes, because they say, oh, it's so, like, right? So it so, seems commonsensical. You say, oh, yeah, I just do this. Yeah, but that's why this is the basic, basic uh, ability once you this whole basic ability, you lay down the ground, that's the soil. And then you allow the seals to grow. If the soil is lousy, you don't have a really good uh, a, a soil, no matter what you do, your tree is not going to grow. Right. So I will think that's the ground. That's the base. That is the, um, you know, always think about, always want us returning to root. So this is the root. It's a basic, basic use. The fancy words will be lifestyle, right? Basic the way you're living. But you know, if you're doing that, you actually feel great, and then you can do anything. Basically, whatever they put you into the position, and you will be performing with excellence. Right, you flourish. You flourish. Yes. Now, one of the things I think I probably I think I should mention is. If you ask me how to practice Taoist, yeah, and uh, I think let me see in the uh, Tao Te Ching the um, sixty-two, 
and uh, there is uh, a, a Dao is talking about, um, oh, actually 67, sorry, 67, talk about the Dao uh, Jing Taoism has three treasures. Okay, these are three treasures I think it can provide a, a basic guide for living. So one is a compassion. Okay, this is compassion, of course, uh, we know in Buddhists they share that too, compassion to all beings. Here, compassion, this word is called the ci. This is almost like a parent towards the children. That's mainly, but it's like a, you have a nourishing. When you can think about what would be best for seeing for your surroundings, the conditions, you know, let the things to be, and your role in this world is nourishing that. As a teacher, I always, I'm not trying to control my student, but I want to provide the best condition for students to learn, to strive. In classroom, the same thing, right? What, what is the best condition I can create? And for you to be an excellent student, uh, what the kind of things I can do be, do it's not a being, you know, being a parent means to provide the best condition for our children to uh, growing healthy, right? So, so that's the one compassion. You can put the little, little things. Compassion, not simply just be kind or be nice. You know, my neighbor, you know, be nice. And uh, my enemy give me, give the right cheeks, you know. That, that's more than that. That's what, what I think that's what the Tibetans refer to as idiot compassion. Yes. Okay. <laughs> just just being nice, putting a smiley face and everything. That's that's not real. I mean, compassion, real compassion, can be quite quite harsh. Um, you know, say you're you don't give if an alcoholic wants a drink and you say no, that can yes. be harsh. But that's actually yes, born out of yes. born out of real compassion. Yes. Give give children the shots. You ask children want the shots. No way. But we do the best for you, right? To so so that's that. Yes, that's exactly that. Secondly, is the simplicity. So, uh, in simplicity will be thinking is something is a kind of like say moderation. Another word. I think this pandemic really led us to feel what exactly important in our life. Everybody return to home, return to room. Right? Home can be office, home can be gym, home can be school, home can be all kind of things. But important is it's your root. So, but in this root, you don't actually need for women, you don't need a makeup because you have a mask when you go public. You know? What do you do with your beautiful lipstick? Yeah, right. Dirty your mask. Dirty make your mask dirty, right? So you become so simple. Say, oh my God, you can see truly beauty without all these makeups. Yeah, you know, in, in my neighborhood, everyone walks their dog in their pajamas now. So it's yeah, <laughs> it's just, right? that's, that's our so, simplicity. And and it's, it's a fine. It doesn't affect you who you are, right? So usually you think, oh yeah, I need like tons of makeup, tons of the dressing. You know, dress for press. So dress for press, right? So what do these dress to impress, see? right? Yeah, that yeah. dress to impress. So my being existing all these things. But now we found, oh no, actually we don't need this. We can become so resourceful. You don't need to eat out. You can cook wonderful dish for yourself, right? So simple, life reduced to 
very simple in the way is, uh, um, but yet there is a core, right? So that's a Taoist idea. So mm. simplicity. And the third thing is, uh, it's a little bit hard. In translation, we're seeing, I'm not there to stay in front of the world. But I think the better way is that it's not, um, there's different translations. Some will say it's not, a, you're not the lead. But I don't think so. It's like, here the idea is just being a way, you know, to, to support things. Let the thing to allow things evolve on their own way, like self soul. The is that, is that, yeah, I was just gonna say, is that similar to the concept of Zuran, Zuran yes. which is naturalness, right? Yes, kind of naturalness. Yes, natural, the spontaneity, right? So, so, so you, you, um, that's the things it's you don't want controlling everything, and you don't want to, you don't think you can control everything right so sometimes we're not just you don't want to but also people believe themselves think oh i can be the what i want to be i'm going to be on top of the world if i have a determination that's a false that's delusion mm. you know so so sometimes you got to think about, you want to assess the situation and but you know what is your strength what is your weakness avoid the weakness and the work you know just the Activate your strengths. Everybody have strengths. Everybody have weakness. But then you can have a, a good assessment. Mm-hmm. And then to every time, everything when you are dealing with everything has the Tao and figure that out and then do it. So 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 yeah. So there's the three. If we're to summarize those three aspects of cultivation: cultivation of compassion, cultivation of simplicity, and cultivation of naturalness. Mm-hmm. Um, in your book, I wasn't aware of this. You had described in the cultivation chapter, mm-hmm. uh, not the body cult, but the, um, the strategy chapter, you described um, two main branches of cultivation or, or, or practices um, of Daoshu. Daoshu and the Xinshu. And then the Xinshu, which is the heart, yeah. the heart, cult of, or heart, heart practice. Yeah. And could you mm-hmm. just say a little bit about the difference i know there's overlap between the two but can you just say like like what how would you define one okay. and then the other and then and and then and then maybe this will be the final question yeah okay i i think here is the thing so Shinshu is is the, the hard mind because as we mentioned this our hard mind always get ahead you know to thinking too much this is this kind of ability we we forgot the uh, reality check so 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 to speak so in this situation the shoe that you want to figure out where what is a proper attitude what is a proper mindset what is a proper way perceive things so if we we will think about okay so Actually, this is actually from my student, the paper last semester. He, he said, let a hummingbird, you know, um, rest in my pond. It's better, um, we'll see, a, a catching it by a, my high hand, right? Mm-hmm. So, so the idea is you inviting hummingbird to your palm. It's better you hard to to do so grab it so yeah grabbing it right so so this is a shinsu so the idea how do you position your heart and the mind 
So, so that is the strategy of heart and mind to see things. Um, there was Chinese word called the Ming is consists the moon and the sun. You know, if you uh, have lights of night in the moon, the daytime have sun, then you have 24 hours enlightenment. Mm. So that that is you can't the the Xing Shu the idea is hard of mind strategy of hard of mind to 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 see things clarity able to do a discernment. So so Shu Xin means heart heart mind mm. and then Shu mm-hmm. means a, a practice strategy. strategy. You can you can do the practice. It's right. art. Oh, okay. you can see art like a Wu Shu. It's yeah. art art of martial art. Marshall. Now, how 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 <laughs> specific was the strategy? I mean, when you're describing it, I'm thinking in my own practice of Buddhism. I'm thinking of myself meditating, seeing difficult emotions coming up. Myself trying to uh, <laughs> acknowledge, accept those emotions, and and then sort of have a strategy for holding it so that so I'm not being driven or or, or propelled by the emotion. I, I'm I'm coming from a calmer space. That's all going on internally in a meditative process. Uh, I haven't. I'm not totally clear yet. How does a Taoist cultivate that uh, that balance of mind, heart, uh, and and clear clear scene? Is it is yeah. it is it an intellectual kind no. of cognitive thing, or is it more no. meditation? Like it is meditation. meditation called the fasting of mind. Mm-hmm. Okay, to put your mind on diet. Since the Tang Dynasty, about 900 uh, AD, and then evolve a quite a bit method. To do it in the um, observation, and also <laughs> I just have something stuck in my it's throat. It's okay. <coughs> talking C- too much. Talking CV twenty-two. Much. Yeah, your, your lung, your lung chi <laughs> is getting weak. Yes, that's it. I need to do exercise now. Okay, so and then this uh, um, there is through the cultivation. So and there is a visualization, right? You visualize how your body and uh, in connecting some <clears throat> meditation object, the mountains, the rivers, the heart. So that is through the meditation, there is specific method mm. to calm down your mind, your mind, <clears throat> your heart and the mind, your emotion. Is there, mm. I, I'm not, I mean, the, the, like, as you mentioned, the two texts that I'm familiar with are the Dai Jing and the Chuangzu. Um, mm-hmm. is, are there are there texts that are accessible to to an English audience that get into speaking about Taoist meditation like this? Okay, yeah. So there is quite a bit. I'm actually use this is Olivia Cohn just to translate the called the sitting in oblivion, oblivion, sitting in oblivion. Yeah, ob- ob- oblivion. Yes, sitting. That, in that feels oblivion. like my meditation right now. Sitting in, in, <laughs> in oblivion. oblivion. Yes. The heart of Taoist meditation. Ah. So in here there is eight. So he she gave this historical background. The first book, second part is just a different text. Eight text, eight way to do it. So that is in the idea of this is all evolved from Zhuangzi's vision, fasting of mind, Xinzai. Mm-hmm. And then eventually evolved the concrete uh, specific techniques. This is probably also influenced uh, by um, a Buddhist. Buddhist yeah. You know, the, the idea of fasting the mind 
fascinates me. I mean, it, it's literally, I mean, cause I can, as a, as a meditator myself, I could say by just sitting down, you know, there's a sort of half hour, an hour, there's a period of time where you're just not letting your mind feed on the things that it normally feeds. You're kind of trying to restrain that, that consumption mm-hmm. of say email, texting, news, yeah. Yeah. Or getting, getting lost mm-hmm. and, and, and uh, spun out by thinking, um, is that more or less the idea that it's a it's a it's a break yeah. to? Yeah. It's 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 a clean up your mental space. Mm-hmm. Your mental space is information overload, and you become agitated, and you have no. So this is meditation. Also, is attention based techniques. Right. Mm-hmm. So how do you train your attention? How do you direct your mental energy? Now, so that is a uh, uh, fasting of mind. Dude. That's actually this this uh, uh, summer I'm teaching this. Oh, great! I, and then I ask a student to practice to say lots of them can't do. Well, I ask a student to create their self meditation plan. So, 15 minutes. How do you feel in this 15 minutes through this reading? And then you can come, come up some, uh, you know, whatever is, uh, you know, uh, um, you can practice with you. you. You use a word, you use image, you use sound, yeah. you use your body, whatever you do. And then, you know, just try it. It's, they are too young. They can't set, you know, these constantly on the move. Yeah, well, they're they're conditioned by technology now in a way that I'm grateful that I was not exposed to that kind of thing at that age myself. It's a, it's a brave <laughs> new world there. Um, I I feel like I could probably send you questions, like ask you questions till you do lose your voice and you might. <laughs> it's sick. So I I know we um, we we plan to talk a little bit longer than I normally do, and I really appreciate your time. Um, it's been fantastic talking to you. I feel like uh, this has definitely clarified and illuminated a lot about Taoism for me. And I'll be pointing to pointing uh, listeners to your book um, and anything. Is there uh, any other places you'd like me to reference or recommend? No, it's fine. Yeah, the book that the book yeah, is not- good. And right now I'm working on the more book is towards the uh, popular. Uh, uh, readers, yeah, the, the book. Um, yeah, your book. You mentioned the book is Yin Yang. Yeah. Yes. Did you say you're working on a more popular book? Yes, the Taoist way. The Taoist. Yeah, I was going to say because mm-hmm. I, I should. I will warn the readers that this is this is not for the faint of heart. This is a, this is a definitely an academic text published by Cambridge University Press. Um, it reminded me of the, the kind of academic had the it has the academic rigor of a, of a, mm-hmm. a scholarly book. It's very rich. Has some great lines and 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 it does walk the reader through um, a lot of different in aspects of yin-yang theory um, over the years. So thank you so much, Robin. I've, I've been looking forward to this, and, and, and this was a, a fantastic time with you. So thank you for your Thank time. you. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. I, I had fun. Okay, I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Professor Robin Wong. I certainly did. I got a lot out of hearing how she spoke about these themes in Chinese philosophy and found it very, very clarifying. So thanks for your attention today. In the next episode, I'll be releasing my next of the Dharma Talks and the weekly Sangha offerings. 
But for now, I wish you all the best. Stay safe, stay strong, keep practicing, and I'll see you soon.